Yo, 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 yo! It's your boy John Q and this bitch. Welcome to the GAMG, the Big Flex Podcast. We have special, special guests in the house. My good brother, DRE. What up, though? He's the owner of, uh, I want to say this right, Drasan? Yeah. Drasan. Drasan Fashion. Yep. Monte Vista Vodka and also Sanford Films. Yep, right? Yep, yep. And then, of course, you know, we have the extraordinaire Don Snipes in the building. What up, though, Don? What's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, buddy. So, like I said, once again, welcome to the GAMG, the Big Flex Podcast. This is the 17th uh, episode. And uh, how was y'all strong again, man? What y'all do this strong again? Oh, y'all going to be first? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Uh, man, what did I do this weekend? Um, shit, Saturday, nothing. Um, I had the fight party at my house. I had a few people over there. Uh, that was about it. Sunday, I ain't do shit but chill afterwards, recuperating okay. from the fight party. Oh, I had a little um, bit too it, much man. to drink, huh? Hell yeah. Ah. That shit snuck up on my ass, too. What was you drinking? You better say your shit. No, I wasn't drinking my shit at the what? time because I had none. I'm, I'm wait, still waiting for it to be shipped, but uh, I was uh, drinking Crown. Okay, okay. Apple Crown and shit. All right, so you like that old sweet shit. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, don't, I mean, I don't like that old dry your mouth out fucking harsh ass shit. I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> I don't even really fuck with dark. That's the only dark I fuck with, so. All right, all right. What about you, Don? How was your strong game, man? What you ended up doing? It was straight, man. Uh, shit. Did, did the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Caught up with the fellas, you know what I'm saying? Watched the fight. Um, I got a chance to check out a uh, LeVar Walker comedy show, um, film that. That was this Saturday at Punchline, man. He did a hell of a set. Okay. Shout out. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out to shout out to him, man. He uh, <clears throat> cat from out of Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So that, that was dope. Um, and then outside of that, man, I've been reading, uh, I've been reading this, uh, novel by, um, Shaka, um, that's really, really dope. Okay. Uh, Shaka, uh, Signor from, uh, yeah. from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that shit, I didn't read a lot of urban novels, man, but this one, the first ones that I'm like, damn, I'm like, this shit, it's, 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 it had me captivated first 15 pages in you know what I'm saying it's, 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 it's good so I've been enjoying reading that man I'm gonna have it done by shit tomorrow morning what's the what's the name of it Crack Crack mm-hmm. and it take place and it take place in Detroit this is dope okay. yeah Shaka bag boy that okay. right you know yeah. that's my man and shit okay we uh we used to do um political shit and um uh black movement shit back in the day so together so, you know, I've been fucking with Shaka for a minute, but that's my man. But he always, each one of his books be okay. fired. So. Okay. All right. Shout mm-hmm. out. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Support, support, support. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all like to call in this show. The phone number is 313-266-2811. And, of course, say, look, let me tell y'all how my weekend went. Pretty much the fucking same. I end up hanging out and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Saturday, watching the fight with the fellas. Uh, shout out to everybody and shit. I was gonna try to slide through your way, but shit had a little bit to drink and right, shit. So I was like, I, I, I was gonna, so you see how I felt. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I haven't really been like drinking like that. So it was like shit. It don't even take that much for my right. ass no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm damn near fucking lightweight. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So so yeah, I did that and uh, I actually cut my grass and shit. Finally, you know what I'm saying? 
That shit got tall as hell. So I was out there yesterday in my damn grass and shit, weed whacking first. <laughs> I had to weed whack that shit right. first before I even cut it. So, um, bro, that shit got tall as hell. You had to do that shit first. Yeah, no, it was. Because the weekend before, the weekend before, I had to cut down. No, I had to cut. Remember, I told you I had to cut down this damn tree and shit that had fell down there. So I was like, well, shit, I ain't had no time to do both. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, throughout the week working. Did you you do some chopping on the wood? Yeah, of course. Oh, I did okay. some chop. Well, not no chopping. I did the uh, the hand. So I remember I was telling you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta get that. You gotta get your axe next time, man. Boost that testosterone. Up. Oh no, I was uh. You know <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. That's, that's only for the jack off motion, but we talking about boosting. <laughs> nah, up the, uh, nah, that's what you. This is damn jack off. Hey man, listen, dog. Don't be telling on yourself. <laughs> but um yeah so once again like i said this is gamg podcast so um type in what town y'all you know y'all watching from and uh what city and uh um what schools and stuff like that if you got any birthdays anniversaries or anything you know anybody you want to shout out you know what i'm saying put it in the chat and call in you know what i'm saying <clears throat> so this uh episode episode 17 is sponsored by gamg Enterprises LLC. So if you're looking for personal training, one-on-one training, if you're looking for group training, if you're looking to get your ass kicked, you know what I'm saying, professionally, you know what I'm saying, and you really want to um, get down to the basics, man, you know what I'm saying, that's what I do. I do the basics and I go beyond the basics. But if you really just want to get started, give me a shout-out, you know what I'm saying, at, at uh, gamg.shop, all right? And then also on that website you can find, say, some – Nice, a uh, workout apparel like this shirt I have on here, some joggers, um, hoodies, and so forth. So I do have, like, another logo coming out soon. So just be uh, looking out for that. And then also, if you're looking for some of the best uh, supplements when it comes to protein, um, detoxing uh, supplements, also uh, weight loss, check out my other website at gamg.firstfitness.com, all right? And uh, it's, it's plenty for you to look at. It will help you on your journey if you're looking to lose some weight. You know, if you're looking to uh, put on some, say, some, some muscle mass and lose weight and so forth. And just hey, clean up your diet. You know what I'm saying? Clean up your digestive and stuff like that. So, all right. And then we are also <coughs> sponsored by Ape, which is a home improvement, home restoration company. All right. It's called All Problems Eliminated. So, once again, call my brother T and BT at area code 623-223-3943. So, if you're looking to get any kind of uh, work done to your home, uh, plumbing, uh, painting, drywall, anything, you know, you want to get your your basement refinished or anything like that, give them a call, all right? Then, also, I have one more announcement. So, so what I'm going to do next month... Since next month, Mother's Day is taking place, if you're a mother and you are an entrepreneur and you have a business and you would like to get, say, free promotion for your business, email me at gamgpodcast7 at gmail, okay? Just email me, uh, flyer, um, and any information that you would want me to speak about and put, say, on my... Uh, uh, Instagram um, page, and then also um, I'll run it on the actual show each week. All right, so this is uh, my give back to say the mothers for May. I'll be doing the same thing for 
for uh, Fathers in June, all right? So, like I said, once again, email me at gamgpodcast7 at gmail, okay? All right. Now, we're going to go ahead and get into, say, the Q's exercise uh, tips and uh, funny videos. So, check these out real quick. G-A-M-G Podcast. Every Monday night, 9 o'clock. You know what y'all think? Peace, y'all. Man, you guys ain't had no waffles like these. These waffles are so good. They like they come from down south. These buttery motherfuckers are melting your mouth, man. You ain't had no waffles. Wait! Go on, what did you just say? You said. Melts in your mouth. Uh, Eminem. Exactly. And not in your hands. And who makes Eminems? The white man. Oh, dig, dig. Mars Candy Company make it. Yeah, right. Those white men. Mars is also the Roman god of war. That's what I'm talking about. Who is the Greek god of war? Now, 
You take Mars and spell it backwards, drop the S. What's Ram? Ram! That's right. And Ram is the zodiological sign for Aries. Oh, now then, Aries' half-sister is Athena. Now you get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Athena? Athens. Which is the capital of Greece. And as we all know, zodiological astronomy was created by the Greeks in... 
out of the world units with silver china Sipping on fine wine and you see more signs of diamond miners A highness came in of heroin, a devil when I have to bring the terror And handle business in each and every barrel In town and city, I'm rolling like Frank Nitty I'm rich and pretty, back up kitties I got qualities that's grimy and gritty A nigga that's funky and likes to keep his pockets chunky Making most of my money from all the dope fiends and junkies I learned from the best, the ones that's living and the ones that's put the rest So I bless my chest with a vest and pack of Smith and West And then I'm off to get the Clap it up, clap it up for the, for our special guest today, Mr. Dre Sanford. Say owner. This bitch. Yeah, say owner of Dreson Fashion, Monta Vista Vodka, Sanford Films, and much more. So, welcome to this podcast, man. What up, though? What welcome up, though? Big Flex. Back in the building on a big flex. Yeah. So tell us, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and when did you get started? Say, we started off with, say, the Sanford film. And, you know, and what have you filmed so far? Well, before I get into that, uh, you know, I just want to say shout out to everybody. It's good to be back in the uh, podcast. See, uh, oh, Caesar Gorilla over here. I ain't seen this shit. No. <laughs> my boy Q, my boy Don Snipes in the building. Yeah. But uh man, how I got involved with oh how I got started with Sanford Films. I went to um I took film classes at Specs Howard back in 2016, 2017, something like that. Okay. Um and ever since then I had a prior to me getting behind the camera, I used to act as well. Me and Don was in a play together once before too. Okay. But uh I I I actually like behind the scenes more than in front of the camera. Okay. So I got involved with that, started writing a couple of scripts. Um my specialty is probably documentaries. I'm actually uh actually about to start a documentary in two weeks. Okay. Um and so, you know, I, I did a couple of films, uh did a lot of short films, won a few awards. I won like uh about two or three awards on different short films I okay. did. And um and you know, man, I just been I haven't been at it full steam like how I was before because I started my other businesses. Okay. But now I'm getting back into it. Like I said, I'm about to start filming this documentary in about two weeks. Okay. And um, you know, uh I, I just I, I love it, man. I love it like how when we used to do music. Yeah. yeah. That's like the feeling I got for film now. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So um so besides say behind the scenes, tell us a little bit, you know, um, Tell us a, a funny story or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Doing some filming or whatever. If you have one, you know. Um, uh, let me think, man. If you, to, say if you got one. If you ain't I'm got sure, one, I'm hand. sure it's probably some funny shit that happened before. I I tell you one thing. We was sh- we was shooting. Um. Uh, I was doing this film, a comedy called Stoners, mm-hmm. and um, and doing one of the scenes, it involved a dildo with one of the teachers and shit. Man. Whatever. <laughs> But uh, it was a scene where she had to throw the dildo, hit one of the students in the head, and shit. Man. And she hit him and hit him in the eye. She oh, blocked his hell eyes. No. But uh, that 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 yeah, was poke, crazy. Poke, shit. Yeah, poke somebody out, eye out, and shit with a dildo. Man. Yeah, but it, yeah, she threw that motherfucker hard as hell. Man, that's but uh, that sounds like some ass kicking shit right yeah, there. Nah, I mean, he was he he laughed about it. She apologized and shit, but uh. Um, I don't know, man. You always have funny, like yeah. behind the scenes shit when you film it. Okay. I can't really think of one in particular, but okay, you know. 
So you said you're gonna be filming a documentary. Have you ever thought about doing like a um like a series and stuff like that? Yeah, I actually have, man. Um I actually working on a actual comedy series. Okay. That's actually based around this podcasting. Um Okay. And so we got a couple episodes wrote already and we're gonna do like finish up we probably gonna shoot the pilot actually next month too. Okay. Okay. So um We'll get started on that. Actually, it was something me and Doc came up with. Okay. You know, but uh, so I got a couple of projects down the line. You know, the, the documentary for Nine Eight, and then um, the uh, the show for this. I mean, the uh, the 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 podcast show, and then uh, I got um something else. Actually, I'm working on a uh, comedy documentary as okay. well. So okay. directing that. Okay. But yep. Have you ever have you ever did any um say music videos or have you ever even thought about doing any like music? I, you videos? know what? It's funny. Yeah, I have um I talked to a couple of people to do to do music videos for them, but they never came through all the way. Okay. I actually when I was doing music back in the day, I kind of co-directed my um video. Okay. And actually shout out Darren Brown that's who directed my video. Shout out D. Darren actually Darren actually man the one who Got me wanting to get involved in filming and film. Okay, because you know watching him do the shit he was doing with the video and stuff like that, and then it just you know what I'm saying it was able to bring my creation to life. Okay, so that's why I wanted to get behind the camera because I always had ideas and stuff like that in my head. Okay, but you know acting is cool and I probably still do a little more acting in some projects I do something like that. But I love to be able to bring bring my um creativity to life you know so so what let me ask you this before we move on to the next uh uh, your next adventure okay um what has been your most challenging with filming you know uh is it like editing or not i mean edit the editing part is not really challenging like uh i actually like editing so it's not really that i actually man it's it's more so Actors and crew. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because sometimes you got actors that's smooth, cool to work with, no problem. But then you got some that's difficult. Okay. So and you got crew those. members that's difficult, okay. too, sometimes. Okay. And so managing all that, you know what I'm saying, to put a production together is not easy as people think. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I find the most challenges is with with the cast and the crew. Okay. Sometimes and a lot of times, you know, it, sometimes it might the project might go f- smoothly, no problem, no issues, and then the next one you start on and maybe this actor may not show up or for whatever reason late or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my DP may call me like, oh, I can't make it or something like that. So it's always challenging shit sometimes. So. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Anything uh, you got on your mind, Don? You over there in deep thought, man. No, no, no. no, 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 no <laughs> okay, go ahead, go okay, ahead, okay. Ahead. So, um, <clears throat> when did you um, when did you start dressing fashion? I started dressing in 2015. Okay. I started initially just making T-shirts and you know selling them to uh, friends and family, shit like that. Okay. And then um, and then I expanded out to different products. Like uh, I started doing belts, shoes, stuff like that, and um. And so the more I, you know, came up with it, more and more people was buying it, asking about it, whatever this and that. And so I went on, decided to open up a store. Uh, we did. We had our one year anniversary back in February. Right. Um, 
And so, you know, I, I always loved fashion because even back in the day, like we was in middle school, I used to like design shirts for motherfuckers like like airbrush or shit yeah. like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I always had an eye for fashion, always liked it or whatever. Okay. So I just decided to dip my feet into it for real, 2015, get started with it, me and my wife. Okay. Um, you know, all my businesses outside of Sanford Films, but Monta Vista and, and Jason, that's shared with me and my wife. We do. She take care of a lot of the business part on it. So, um, you know, I just I, I went ahead and decided to open a store and okay. went from there. Okay, so I know you said you went to Specs Howard. Did you go to any like uh, any take uh, any like textile courses or anything like that? As far as you know, um, getting into the um, the actual fashion industry, and stuff I like took that? sewing classes and I took okay. um, I had went to um, I took a couple lines, a couple design classes okay. online at DeVry. Okay. And so, okay. You know. Okay. All right. And then. Um, so you say you, you do more so like high end. So if I um so high end would be more so like do you do um um suits and stuff like that? It's like, yeah, um, yeah, we do suits and ties and stuff. Yeah, like we that. do okay. suits. We do um evening gowns. Okay, uh, ties stuff like that of that nature. Um, we do shoe. We got shoe. Like I said, we got shoes. Okay, we even got our own fragrances. Uh, we got night moves for men, and then we got um um uh, forever beautiful for the women. Okay, so okay. So right now I know it's uh what is it prime season so do you 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 have like a lot of traffic and stuff like that going on It's, it's a few people be coming okay. in back and forth you know about prime suits and stuff like that um I'm actually man right now we we're, we're still for those who not sure cuz I know a lot of people probably saw my post and thought I'm, we moved already mm-hmm. but no we still currently there okay. we are looking for another spot to move to so it it is not a timetable when we're going to do it okay. but um, we're still there currently at 3031 West Grand Boulevard, Suite 180. Okay. If y'all want to come down. But uh, soon we will be moving, though. So Okay. So so make sure y'all support and go down there. Hey, with your, you know, if you got kids or, you know, you got, say, a good event, say, a, a red carpet event or something like that, black tie event stuff also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. make sure, you know, you go down there to, what's the address again? 3031 West Grand Boulevard, Suite 80, Suite 180, I'm sorry, Detroit, Michigan. Okay, okay. Now, do you have any um, uh, plans to do anything else as far as, like, you know, um, if you're doing, like, um, you know how people do um, different kind of, like, like coats or, or um, you know, even, say, designing, like, anything to, like, putting people cars or something like that you know something different as far as you know like a design like I, like like uh you know what i'm talking about like yeah. seat covers or anything yeah. well, like I, that I, I ain't went as far as seat covers and stuff like that but um i do plan on once because I'm, I'm in the process of, of trying to get um the, of getting my stuff in macy's and uh nordstrom's okay and so i am going to like have a sheet line Okay. Luggage stuff like that. So, so is that is that more so like your ultimate goal <clears throat> is to get your brand and say a a, a larger um, company and stuff like that? You know, like uh, you said, where else is he? You said Macy's. Yeah, Macy's that, and Nordstrom's, mm-hmm. um, Coles too. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, I I, I still want to keep my stores, but you know, I I I, I want to have it in multiple stores. So okay. where people, you know, if people. 
outside of because I don't have a store outside of Detroit right now. So okay. if people in New York, Atlanta, something like that want to buy, other than buying it online, they can find it in Macy's, their local Macy's or something like that. Okay. So. And then you said you are online and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. your uh, your your online information? Dressonfashion.com. All right. All yeah. right. All right. So if you can't make it to to a store, definitely check them out online. All right. All right. Um. One more thing too before we get off to something else. Um, how about say Monte Vista Vodka? Give give us a story about say uh, Monte Vista Vodka. Where you get the name from and so forth. See see this shirt. See y'all. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> Monte Vista Vodka. The name for Monte Vista. Monte Vista is the block that I grew up on. Okay. Um. And so, with that being said, it's also a city in Colorado, a beautiful city inside of Colorado. So I created the vodka. Because with intent for it to be able, for everyone, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's not just for uh, people in the hood, and it's not just for the rich and stuff like that. So right. I created it with the mind and came up with the name on the Vista for everyone, because we wanted to be a multiple a multi spirit, whereas it's, it's not you know everybody can drink it. Right. Um. So I it it really. You know, all the, the memories and good times that I had on that block growing up, yeah, I poured it over into something that I love, you know, something that I wanted to do. Okay. And so that's where it came from, the name of it and everything. Okay. Have you um, thought about doing any other kind of um, liquor or like a, like rum or cognac or anything? Yeah, like yeah. We we are um, we're going to expand probably, uh, probably around the first of next year. Okay. You know, once we get everything situated and, and you know we will we shoot we should be in stores june 4th of next year i mean not next year my, my mistake this year okay. okay this month or not this month but the following month and um we had some complications we was going through when everything figured out with the state and um so now we're getting everything here and you'll be able to find it in the stores and if they don't have it in your local stores after june 4th you ask go in there ask them you want about Monta Vista, so okay. they they order it and bring it in. So okay, so you saying do you have any uh, in particular stores already that you know that that they'll no, be in or no, well yeah they they will be in um they will be in Myers it's going to okay. be in Myers uh, it also be in um Beer and Wine Palace in okay. Livonia on okay. Middle Belt ninety six uh it's a few different stores it's going to be in um okay it's a uh. Black-owned liquor store over on the east side it'll be over there. Okay. I can't think of the name right now, but, you know, it'll be on my page and everything Okay. once it's in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's you know, we just – so my attention is even with people that's looking to get into the liquor business, they want to create their own liquor, me and my wife have um, a wholesale, the company, our company, Black Rose Spirits. Okay. So we could create your liquor for you, you know what I'm saying, and distribute it through through okay. our uh through our wholesale thing. Okay. So yeah, so anybody like we'll let people know once we get started, you know what I'm saying? We we'll let, explain to you everything how it goes if you're looking to get involved so with it. So you already know, uh I wanna go I'm gonna come holler at you for a G A M G the big flex uh rum. Oh yeah. You know definitely. Uh, everybody yeah, know me, know. I'm the Mr. Rum guy. Right. right. So we That's yeah. when I do drink. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So hell yeah, you you with that spice rum, that cabin. That goddamn cabin. Might as well shit. Be drinking your own shit. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So 
Also, um, do you have any say other new event uh, ventures besides say you know the filming, um, besides say your fashion and also your vodka? That you know anything else that you plan on doing in the future? Uh, currently, man, I do got some ideas or some stuff I'm gonna do, but. I got. I'm so tied up with the things I got going on already. Yeah. Like I can't afford to really veer off into anything else right now. Mm-hmm. Once these are established and moving in the direction I want them to, then I'll probably get off into a couple other things. Like um, I'm trying to do like man, I want to do my own cigar brand. Okay. Um. So you know, it's a couple other things I want to do, but I want to make sure these other things is taken care of first. Okay. So if you wasn't doing, say, a lot of entrepreneurial things right now, what would you be doing? Still selling dope. No. <laughs> Man. No, I'm just bullshitting. Let me, just say, let me retract that shit. We say, say, no, I probably, man, I don't know. Working like, the trap house? Uh, probably just man. be. I don't know. Probably just be man working. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's that's that. Playing with grandkids and shit. Okay. I still do that now, though. But you know what I'm saying. Okay. If I probably wasn't in the entrepreneur stuff, I nine times out of ten I'd be working, working. Okay. Nah, nah. Hey, Doc, you ready? Would you be doing something like this? Check this out, y'all. They call me EVL, aka Mr. Dola. It's been a long time coming, but the wait is over. I stacked up tips for selling grain and yola. I charged double top price until the drop was over. I sit Van Gogh while y'all still drinking Grey Goose. Drink ultimate while y'all still sipping velvet and juice. I'm an innovator, homie, yo, I'm telling the truth. I speak honest when I'm down on the booth. I cop about four bowls, break it down, mocho. Sip it out, bring it back, look at all these green stacks. And I mean that, I don't need no Feedback, you see the ones I got stacked where the beams at And it's all locked away Got enough choke that'll take your life away I might have some gravy by the end of the day But you know you gotta have the right price to play Mr. Dolas in the house, show the push that way And if you think you seen something, yeah man, just wait And you don't have to worry about how much money I make Just watch the 745 as it start to skate Mr. Dolas in the house, show the push that way And if you think you seen something, yeah man, just yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I asked you, would you be even thinking about, say, doing any kind of music? Anything? Man, you, you know? know what? I always <laughs> think that was my first love. Music was my first love. Of course. I always think about what could have been and, and, and always it'd be times I'd be get the itch to write and get back in the booth and shit like that all the time, man. But the game to pass me by. Like, I, I leave it to these young cats. Let them do what they do. I don't, you know what I'm saying? If, I, if anything, I'm, I would either manage somebody yeah. or get get into producing or something like that. That If I was to ever mess with music again, yeah. I probably would never start rapping again. Yeah, that's like me. Like, that's why I just keep on trying to produce a little bit here and there. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, So, if y'all didn't know, 
this brother of mine, you know what I'm saying, and cuz, we've all done music together. So, you know, this this is say Dre right here, this is Mr. Evil, E V L. Yeah. Cuz down there was foul play when we was rapping. I I got a question for you. What I've done. (laughs) When you say that the game didn't pass you by in terms of the music, like are you just saying that because I mean like do you do you feel like the music that you would bring to the table, you know, people wouldn't be feeling or you just feel like, you know, this with the new generation that they putting out? And the only reason why I ask that is because I just feel like there's so many artists that, you know, people love their music and, you know, shit, they grow um, with the artists. Right. And I was listening to Cube say something one day and it was just like, I feel like there's this stigma in, you know, hip hop rap that people feel like, yo, you know, once you reach a certain age, like the jig is up. But it's like when you look at all other music forms, other people don't think that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, the country motherfuckers, they do country till they mm-hmm. die. Rock. Mm-hmm. The rock motherfuckers gonna be, you know, skin sagging and they gonna have a costume on and paint right. faces painted and all that shit right. till they leave this motherfucker. Yeah. No, Ozzy Osbourne, you can barely understand that motherfucker, right, but he's yeah, still going to do his thing, right? right? And so I feel like why isn't that the sentiment with hip-hop? And is it could it be that because of some of the people that, you know, um, are behind hip-hop? And I'm not—I'm saying when I say the people that are behind, I'm saying not us, that they have kind of been controlling the narrative in terms of this is this kind of people's mood. Like, this, like hip-hop is a young folk music. It's not this. Cause I, I don't necessarily believe that. And that's why I'm asking you, like, what's your take on that? Well, I guess when I say it's pa- it passed me by, meaning I don't think it's not people that would listen to it because I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was a bad boy when it came to that music shit. Mm-hmm. I would stand myself against anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the music I make... Like, it's more so, I will have to feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I, I can't, like, I can't make nothing for uh, this era because just because they want it, they want to hear this. I have to be able to feel it. And so if I don't feel like I can do it for what I want to do, then I don't want to do it. I'd rather leave it alone. And it's more so... um it do have a lot to do with what you just said about mm. the people behind the music mm. because they're not they're not going to they wouldn't push my music as opposed to it would have to be pushed by itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It would have to be pushed where it catch a buzz and people they're not gonna automatically push it because <clears throat> they they have agendas on the music that we listen to. Yeah. And they have agendas for us as a people, period. Mm-hmm. That's just like I will ask the people that's behind it, and I'm not trying. I don't want to get y'all shut down or no shit like that. But if I, anytime a Jewish person asks me something, I'm gonna ask him like, "Y'all behind them? If you behind the music, you got a record label. Would you push uh, a young Jewish people that's calling y'all kites and 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 saying, you know, anti-Semitic stuff all the time in their music? Would y'all push that?" Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you the answer gonna be no. Mm. But why would you push? Why would you push the music that mm. 
that influence our kids mm-hmm. that's negative the way it is. Why would you do that? So I, I feel that's one reason why I couldn't do it because when I was doing music, even though I talked about a lot of street shit, it was still messages behind mm-hmm. the music I did. Yeah. It's no messages at all behind none of this music now. Yeah. And so I can't conform to that. I can't allow myself to poison my people more than what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And and again, I guess my my thing is right now cuz you know, we obviously I do a lot of film and you know, earlier today I was telling you know, the fellas that there is a um piece of freedom that comes with, you know, being independent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there has always been certain black films that have gotten a lot of fanfare and, and this and that. But at the end of the day, to me, there's always been like a hidden hand that's been controlling the narrative right. in terms of us telling our own stories. Right. And so for me personally, you know, you can call it somewhat of a maverick or maybe, you know, I don't necessarily want to say or get into unbucking against the system as so much as I'll say that to me, like that's that's a luxury. It's a freedom to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to tell my own story in my own way. And I think that um, for a lot of us as artists, that shit should stretch all across the board. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like if it was me, uh, I don't give a fuck about what nobody else is saying right now. I, I feel like because there might be somebody that really need to hear that or or they might be waiting for that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's some there's some hip hop artists that I really would be like, damn, I want to know what their music sound like right, right now. And I really want to hear that shit. I want to know, you know, when I was coming up, I, I love fucking with Daz Dillinger and a lot mm-hmm. of them type of cats and, 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 and even the musical history that we have here in the city. People miss that shit, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like at the end of the day, you know, um, obviously where attention goes, energy flows. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? People get kind of caught up in this matrix of of bullshit and shit that's Mm -hmm. being pushed to them. But I think that there are those people out there that saying, you know what, fuck all of that. Hey, I'm I'm waiting for this to come out. You know, I'm, 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 uh. It's a good thing that you, you know, you kind of stepping out into other ventures. Somebody that I really see pushing that envelope right now is E-40. Mm-hmm. I feel like E-40 don't get enough credit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, that brother, I, outside of alcohol, that brother doing burritos. Right. He got the turf right. yeah. burritos right now. He got ice cream, yeah. uh, you know, flavors that he's selling in a lot of the stores, man. And uh, to me, you know, I feel like that's a win-win just for the culture. You know what I'm saying? To really see him doing that because... I've seen, you know, certain things with, with, with P, Master P, that he said, hey, I'm doing. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? People really fucking with that Earl Stevenson shit, yeah, you know, his yeah. movement, movement, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So definitely shout out to E-40, man. Yeah. I, I just shout feel out. like all across the board, you know what I'm saying, when in nowadays is the time to really show these young cats that, you know what I'm saying, it's, you can't be scared to kind of stand on your own, too, mm-hmm. no, no matter how that look. Right. You know what it's, I'm saying? And that's just how I feel about it. Right. So, like, with me, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to uh, add my little two cents in real quick and shit. I, I tell my cousin, uh, Maine or whatever, I think he's one of the dopest, dopest MCs, period. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell him, there's a lane for everything. You know what I'm saying? And I really feel like, you know, if you doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? If you doing, say, music or anything, like you said, art, artistry from the heart, it's other people that, that think like you, 
that will enjoy what you put out, regardless on how old you are, how young you are, and people that just want to support. Right. You know what I'm saying? And absolutely. And on my way here, damn near every time I come here, I'm always listening to his album or something like that, mm-hmm. or some of our stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or something that's older that we've made and stuff mm-hmm. like that, just to kind of like remind me of. You know, the potential that we have, the stuff that that still kind of get me going, even when I'm producing myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, no, I don't want to sound like nobody else. That's another thing. Like you said, being like a maverick, it's like with me, I don't want to sound like nobody else because I've never been a part, kind of person, you know what I'm saying, to tag along mm. or do what what the what the masses do or mm. what the masses like. You know, I never was the person like when we was younger. Oh, everybody got on a charlatan or, you know what mm. I'm saying, or everybody got on, say, jingle boots. I'll wait till the motherfuckers and shit stop mm. wearing that shit or whatever and rock that shit later on down the line if I chose to. You know what I'm saying? I've always been like, oh, y'all rocking this? Well, I'm going to dress preppy. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, however. You know what I mean? So I've always been kind of like against the grain a little bit. So, you know, and that's just, I think for me, being a creative person to where, like, when I do make uh, uh, production, I mean, you didn't know, like, a lot of times, I kind of, like, make some of my stuff, like, universal to where, a person be like, damn, I can hear that actually in the soundtrack or I can hear this, you know, somebody singing over it or I can hear somebody that's rapping over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm like, shit, I don't care how old I get. If it's still something that I like and I get in that mood to do it, I'm glad I do have my equipment and stuff like that where I can go play around right. with it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I just you know. wanted to touch on something that you uh, you uh, brought up about um about when you was talking about E forty and his ventures and stuff he got going on. Man, we got somebody from Argentina, man. So on, what up? So, so my thing, Julian Sanchez. That's why, it's, to me, it's key for me to be successful with this vodka, and not just the vodka, you know. But but that's that's kind of more so what I focus on the most because I want to be able to show our people, the our kids, that it's more avenues than just music and now going to the film business I, I i want people to be able to see that okay everybody is not going to make it in those avenues mm-hmm. and if that don't happen you have to be able to know something to fall back on yeah because mm-hmm. everybody is not everybody not cut to go to school and and go to college and get a degree and something like that mm-hmm. that's not everybody in all especially creatives mm-hmm. we're more so we want to do, you know what I'm saying, follow our heart on mm-hmm. what we believe. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of creatives in the world, black kids. And you got to understand, as an entrepreneur, you should be able to do multiple things mm-hmm. and not just be bogged down at one thing that you feel where you see the masses going to yeah. and and you want to get involved. That's nothing wrong with that. Try it. I'll tell you, try it 100%. But don't put all your eggs in one basket Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying have something else going at at the same time and if we brilliant enough to be able to do multiple things to do multiple things and not focus on one thing so if if even if it you come out with your own fucking toilet paper Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i know this black lady she got her own toilet paper Mm -hmm. and she became a millionaire off of that shit so you know what i'm saying it's 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 a matter of you finding a niche and following it, mm-hmm. and and that's more that's important. And that's why I want to see because most people that come from where we come from, 
we either dead in jail or we're following trying to get in the rap game or it's always the, the like five avenues that end up happening for us. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be important to where I could go back and see the kids in my neighborhood and they'd be like, look up like, okay, he didn't go that way. He built something off of this. Mm-hmm. So that means I can go build something off of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to, I can try to rap game, mm-hmm. but I don't have to be stuck with that if that don't work. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. So mm-hmm. look, so while we talking about hip hop, it is a, say a story that I want to touch on while we have a little time. It's, mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, the hip hop, uh, the Fuji's member, Prize, say he admitted that he was an FBI informant and now faces, say, 22 years in jail after accepting, say, over a, a $100 million into, uh, um, kind of like, uh, illegally fun, uh, funneling, say, contrib- uh, contrib- damn, I can't... <laughs> Contributes to uh, campaigns yeah, yeah, yeah. for uh, Obama's reelection campaign and also lobbying for uh, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if y'all heard about this no, story I or whatever. Ain't nothing about that. Yeah. So um, let me yeah. hear your take. I mean, no, uh, yeah, I know we kind of talked his, about it a little. His story, Prize story, has intrigued me. You know what I'm saying? Even years ago, when you know uh, he had the huge the dope trial. You know what I'm saying? It was interesting to me when when he definitely got out of jail or got out of prison and. You know, um, even when he got caught, you know what I'm saying? They said, you know, he had pretty much a lot of high-profile clients. Bet he got caught with some dope. He sat down for a minute, then he come home. And he comes home, and his story get interesting because, you know, he got all the, the connections from music, but now he got this going on. The way I look at it, I feel like right now, you know what I'm saying, um, um, we are living in an era where, you know, polit- politics have always been dirty, but right, to yeah. me, they just getting dirtier, you know what I'm saying? And it's getting dirtier right in our face. You know, I feel like Trump um, really, really um, normalized for a lot of uh, folk that, you know, they felt a certain kind of way about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um how, you know how how the United States yeah. should be gave him a little courage. You know what I'm saying. And, and right now, even if you look at the the guy down in Florida, this brother been coming up with some craziness. DeSantis, you know what I'm saying. Santos, Matata, yeah. saw a land to well, DeSantis yeah. and DeSantos. The other yeah. dude is a fucking liar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. That's a whole another conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I say yeah. all that because you know damn well had a, if a black dude been lying about his education, been lying about you know what I'm saying, what he's done in terms of his political career, yep. and motherfuckers found out that he was lying, yeah. he out of there. Yeah. You know, yeah. you look at them two brothers down in Tennessee right now, and you know I don't really fuck with their hair too much but uh, that's a whole another conversation uh, bro, I, I support what y'all doing man but where y'all get that hair from bro? Anyway. I almost think they actually is plants I mean like you got a cunk in this you know, shit but yeah. they, they look a little different but I, they I look a little say, suspect they actually different. look like they yeah. actually are they do Fuck, fuck being suspect. When yeah. I looked at some footage recently of the dude uh, Jones, and I saw him in college, yeah, my man was very him. articulate and yeah. well spoken. And I don't know how our brother go from that to to sounding like he's a he's a Southern Baptist preacher. So to me, you know how that shit don't seem genuine to no. me. And it, I, it, I just it's not genuine. I no, it's not. They, that shit. They, I mean, they, he might be intelligent than a motherfucker, but to me. When you start getting in that game where you not, you know, being genuinely yourself, yeah, I really can't rock with you on that tip. But to to stick to what you were saying about yeah. prize, 
I think right now, you know, um, he did some collateral damage and some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But, now, but look, let me let me read part of that article. Let me let me read you part of that article so so people can mm-hmm. kind of understand exactly if you haven't known. Mm-hmm. So it says, Prize is on trial for conspiring to make illegal campaign contributions mm-hmm. using foreign funds, witness tampering, and failing to register as a foreign agent of the Chinese government said he is also being accused of illegally funding funneling uh, money to the uh, Obama's uh, re-election campaign and lobbying Donald Trump's administration. So when you started to look at, say, a person that, for one, was an immigrant, right? He's from Haiti. Right. So, like you said, he got caught up. This is most of the time where the FBI or the CIA actually use people and become and flip them to be saying for them stuff like that. They threaten you so, at that time and there you go. You yeah, know what I mean? So so but for him to be, you know what I'm saying, uh uh recognized say as a Chinese agent. That's like you said it's way bigger than what we even think. Right. You know what I'm saying? To Dylan Especially we say with a whole nother that we have going on with yeah, China right now. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. So so you know, of course, like you said, I do believe that they going you know, they trying to probably escape gold him because of the information that he does mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Listen, it's, Just, some, it's some Republicans about, that don't want Trump back in there. Yeah. And it's some Democrats. That's what I'm yeah. saying. The enemy of my enemy is a friend. friend yeah. right. Because they not because the story says Obama. Well, Obama ain't in office no yeah, more. So, of fuck we talking about him for? And Trump got his ass kicked up out of there. Yeah. But he still poses a threat. Obama really don't really pose yeah. a threat because he ain't trying to get back in that seat no more. But shit, Obama might be even running this shit because fucking look at Joe, Bi- uh, Joe Biden, old ass and shit. Y'all really think that he has the uh, uh, mental capacity to actually be running this country right now? No, he don't. You see all. what I'm saying? So but, but, as many times, huh? Neither did Ronald Reagan. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but, okay. but that's why all uh, that Reagan shit was <laughs> in the evolved. But, yeah. but it, it's... it's this presidency I, been yeah, shitty I don't, to me, bro. This, yeah. this, this president, the past two presidents, been shitty. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's sad. I, mean, I don't, I don't really want to go like into three. I mean, <laughs> they ain't been fucked. They, mm-hmm. they, he was better than the last two. I mean, he wasn't great either, but yeah. he was, he was better than them last, the last <laughs> two. But um, it's not gonna do nothing but get worse he, because the politicians now. Is on complete bullshit. So you get somebody, whoever you get in there, is probably gonna be worse than Biden. Mm. And I mean, just to, I mean, I don't know if you got to go any mm. further. I was just gonna touch mm. on the prize mm. shit. Um, I don't really know what's going on with that, but just from my hearing what y'all are talking about, it's it's something more going on with that. And yeah. I think he, I think that um, he didn't did something now. Because if, if he was an informant, they probably been knew about this nigga doing this shit. Yeah. So it's something for them to actually go after him right at this yeah. moment. Yeah. It's something else he didn't did that they not bring it to the light. That he they flipping against them or something. Like, yeah. They got right. this nigga into them balloons floating over fucking uh, uh, something. Lake yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right, right. right. The fuck. All right, y'all. So look, we don't have to get back with this conversation and many more. Um, I want to say, hey, I want to give a shout out to to Dre Sanford for, for stepping on in, say say the big flex and coming on through for the episode seventeen. Yeah. Shout out all your information on how people can go ahead and follow you and support you and everything. Okay, so yeah, you can um you can follow my personal pages on uh, Instagram is Dola D O E L A the number five D O E L A the number five. Uh, I'm Dre Sanford Sr. on Facebook. 
or you can go I have Instagram pages and Facebook pages for Monta Vista Vodka also Dressan Fashion if you want to come to the store it's 3031 3031 West Grand Boulevard Suite 180 Detroit Michigan Monta Vista Vodka will be in the stores in June go to your local liquor store uh, and request it now so they can order it in the future get it in there um we will be able to be selling it actual actually online and ship it to other states. If you go to our Shopify page, Montavista Shopify.com slash Montavista Vodka. Um yeah, and Sanford fans be on the lookout for we got a couple projects coming out. We will be dropping a documentary probably around July. It's called Nine Eights. It's about it's a street story. So be on the lookout for that. And um that's about it. All right. You got anything you want to uh, plug out real quick now? Man, I want to uh, plug um, all the all the men out there that's, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, uh, standing ten toes on, you know, being present in a family life, in a, in a children's life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think, man, um, a lot of men don't get enough credit for really, you know, Stepping up to, you know, the plate. Yeah. Know, I feel like, you know, we always hear a lot of criticism about, you know, men and how we go about handling shit. But at the end of the day, you know, judge a man by his results. Yeah. And I think that, you know, anytime somebody step up and they try to, you know, um, uh, 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 concern themselves with, with our family situations and our problems. It's not to always say that we got the perfect answer, but at the end of the day, somebody got to step up and do something. So mm-hmm. shout out to all them brothers, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's stepping up to the plate, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, looking out for moms, looking out for pops, looking out for baby mamas, looking out for, you know, grandmas, aunties, because it's a lot of us, man, who really, you know, not, not only do we oftentimes don't even feel appreciated for that shit, but shit, it just goes one notice so shout out to all them brothers that's all i got to say yep yep all right y'all so look back again every monday night nine o'clock keep flexing my friends see y'all then